0: Welcome to the Luma Roundtable, a podcast where we pick one album to focus on for the month and come together to discuss it. This week on the pod, we've got Jay Sleeves Colin. Yo, yo, yo. We've got H Zim Colin, in from Colorado.
1: Yep, <laughs> yep. <yo>, <laughs> and, I'm,
0: and I'm Karina. Calling in from Orlando. Um, the album this week is from Joe, or Joe Keery's latest latest album, Decide. This is his second full-length album that he's made um, under Joe. The first one was 2020 that came out in 2019, but this is not his first musical escapade. He was a part of the Chicago-based psychedelic rock band Post Animal um, until 2019 due to conflicts like time scheduling conflicts not not like fighting but you know scheduling stuff and then before that he released music under cool 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 on bandcamp but unfortunately I could not find that anymore I think it was taken down um so who knows if it's true and this album was picked for us by Jason this month do you have anything you want to say about it like Anything you want to say about why you suggested this album? How you came across it, maybe? That type of stuff?
1: I love Joe. Honestly, I had heard it from a friend who actually does not listen to music very often. He's kind of a... I think he only listens to, like, Barry Manilow. So I was kind of surprised that he was listening to Joe. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) he told me about it, and then then I'd, I'd been listening. I was like, oh, this is great. And then found out that it was... The guy from Stranger Things. I think that's like the first thing everyone says. They're like, Are you listening to Joe? The comma, the guy from Stranger Things. So <clears throat> I don't know if that really had an impact or not, whether I like the music. I, I am a fan of Stranger Things, so maybe I'm slightly biased, but um, yeah, that's how, that's how I heard about it.
0: Cool. I think I heard Change was like the first song I heard by him. Just came up on like Spotify. And I didn't pay attention to it. Like, I didn't know who he was at the time, but I thought like, oh, that's a good song. He added it to some playlists or something. And then later learned it was Joe Keery and I was really surprised because it was just like out of left field in turn. I didn't know that he was into music at all, but especially like this is a very unique like genre of music. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just interesting um, to dig into. But,
1: I didn't I didn't know but like pretty much all of the cast members from Stranger Things like put out music like whether it's rap or like this dream bedroom dream pop music or like almost yeah. every single person has taken like a musical escapade
0: I didn't know that I know about like Maya Hawk does music as well and then Finn Wolfhard those are the two that I know oh yeah like their music outside of um, their acting careers but yeah, they're all multi-talented. I guess it's pretty cool.
1: Joe's probably the most successful, though. I would assume.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: I mean, millions of listens on Spotify.
0: Yeah, it's this album's been really great for him, for sure.
2: Hmm. I was not aware it was him until like, hang on, let me look at my clock. Literally like ten hours ago. Um, late last night, talking to my honey gal, Tara, long distance phone call. Nothing crazy. And I'm like, oh, you know, I should probably let you go. I got to wake up early and refresh my listen on this guy, Joe. I don't really know anything. And she's like, oh, wait, like DJO, like as in like the guy from Stranger Things. And so Tara filled me in last night.
0: No way.
2: So yeah, I was like listening to this thinking, like, boy, yeah, nice little synth pop album we got here. I had no clue what was popping with Joe.
0: What was that revelation <laughs> like?
2: You know, you might want to ask her, but I was literally like, kind of like my jaw dropped not in like a oh my god but just in the this is who I've been listening to the whole time
0: yeah (laughs) no it's surprising right yeah
1: did it change your opinion where you're like oh
0: um it's using his platform to make music well
2: you know there's some like lyrics that I think are very clearly connected to his life as like an actor and entertainer yeah Mm -hmm. and once I realized it was Joe I was like Oh, all of these lyrics make sense. Yeah. He's like talking about struggling being famous and all these other things. It's actually a pretty sad album, but knowing it was Joe helped me understand some of the lyrics I was hearing and like contextualize that a little better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, I think I'm glad you said that because I think that's a, a surprising like twist almost is what you're listening to it. It's it doesn't sound like a sad album, but then reading the lyrics, you're like, oh. It is kind of, it is a little bit. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> you're like popping your pussy and then you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Should I be crying?
0: <laughs> exactly. That's exactly, that's exactly what happened. Okay, so from my research, I was like, when I found out what, it was joke here, I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. And then I was like, what's this going to sound like? What's, what's the background? And there's like a bunch of stuff about how it's super 80s synth heavy music and his performances are super like they dress up for it and it's like he's putting on like this character or whatever so I thought that was really interesting um and just the fact that Stranger Things is like a an homage to the 80s almost in itself like that show is like super heavy and nostalgia and like that time period and it's funny that his music is also like very 80s inspired
1: mm-hmm. and
0: maybe they're connected
1: have I, you streamed a live show at all? Like, has uh, seen, like, a live show on, like, YouTube or anything?
0: I haven't. I've just, like, read yeah. about it. But I wonder I've
1: if he sounds he good live.
0: I'm sure he does, but I've just, ha- I've heard, like, they wear, like, jumpsuits and wear wigs, and it's, like, a whole, like, thing. Yeah. Character performance, which is just really interesting. Um, okay, so going into the actual album Decide, we've got 13 tracks, though 12, really, because there's one that's only like 20 seconds. It's like a little break in the album. Is that all it takes? So, 12 like full-length tracks, one like little um, teaser track. And mm-hmm. the famous, famous. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Lot to get through, but what did we think about um our first listens through through the album what were our initial thoughts after hearing it
1: yeah i feel like i feel like initial thoughts like especially starting off with runner it it sounded kind of like daft punky mm-hmm. um I don't know if he's using kind of like a voice changer this time, or maybe I just didn't notice it on his previous music. But it sounds very robotic. Um, just the way that he sings, which I like, because I'm I'm a big Daft Punk guy. Uh, rip Daft Punk, by the way. But uh, Did I? Not, not not rip, but rip is in the Not make any more music.
0: Oh, okay. Scary. Uh, <laughs> no. I love Daft Punk.
1: But uh yeah i thought i thought it was good i haven't dove too hard into lyrics but um but like over so,
2: overall i thought i thought it was great
0: yeah henry what about you first listen through initial
2: yeah i definitely feel you on that jason that first track i was like oh a little daft punk thing going on mm-hmm. um and then obviously it you know the rest of the album is a little more dynamic than that Um, but I actually had to give this a couple listens before I could get into it. And Kareen, I know you've talked about this on the pod before. It's always like a little nervous or you're always a little nervous being the person who doesn't totally love something on this, but I did not totally love this album. If I'm being honest, like I like listened to it and I don't know that there was a single song I heard that I was like, I gotta go back for that.
1: Yeah. Well, what was the last album that we bashed? (laughs)
0: Um And rude. again, I don't
2: want to bash it. i <laughs> no like no, no. no fine bad. album. Yeah. But yeah, listening through, I just kinda this was more of a labor listen.
0: Yeah.
2: You know? Mm-hmm.
0: No, I fully understand that. I the, that was how I felt the first time I listened to it, but I I made myself keep listening to it. And now I can fully say that I do like it. I, I think I have like some favorite songs and I think it is a really like a solid album but I think it's an acquired taste because it's it's weird like it's definitely super weird and 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 different um than what I usually listen to what I think we usually listen to but um I do I do like it in the end I came around and it's I think it's really good I think my biggest surprise was his voice like yes there's a lot of like distortion and like um effects on it in some parts but just in general across the al- whole album like I once I figured out it was Joe Joe Keery, I was just like I'm really surprised by his voice like I didn't think he was going to be um I don't know why I didn't think that he was going to be like the front man or like the singer of whatever band he was in but um he does it he does a really he has a really cool um voice I think and they did really interesting things with it on this album very Tame Impala very Daft Punk heavy inspired um, a lot of punchiness you know very synth heavy punchiness in, in several of the songs but I think some of the best parts were like the softer more nostalgic bits those were kind of my favorite um so let's talk about songs were there any songs that particularly stood out as good or bad just things that you want to mention
1: I feel like this album didn't have as many specific songs that like stood out like, because um, I feel like they blew up after like Roddy came out on the 2020 album, album called 2020. Yeah. But I would say, I would say Go For It was probably one of my favorites, kind of near the end there. I think it's track 11. Mm-hmm. Just because, I don't know, it start, it just starts out a little more upbeat because the majority of them are, are a little slower, more cash but I, I, like, go for it, and then um, obviously they're, they're like, singles were good. Like, Gloom's just kind of funny. <laughs> like, the lyrics of Gloom are just pretty funny.
0: Gloom was hilarious. I, I love that one. It's yeah. stuck in my head forever. Henry, do you have any songs you wanted to shout out? Good or bad? Things about?
2: Yeah, I think, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the song. It was, like, Figure You Out, I think is the name of it. Yeah. Um, and I think that he's kind of singing about figuring himself out like he's talking about like are these memories real is that story i told fake you know and he's like that kind of song <clears throat> and i find that a pretty good song on the album probably the song i heard the most other than the first song like I didn't, when you guys listen to stuff like this for the podcast are you shuffling it do you play it all the way through do you mix and match mm. i'm always top to bottom
0: yeah I played all the way through top to bottom and then um like three or four times and then maybe I'll shuffle later, but I like to go in order. Yeah. yeah.
2: I also like to go in order, but I this album I like kept hearing that first daft punk song and I was like, I gotta <laughs> try the shuffle. Like <laughs> I kept like restarting it and doing chores, and then I was focusing more on my chores than the music. But anyway, long-winded answer. <laughs> what do you Figured think was their out.
1: song that was like off this album that they're going to be like this is the one we're gonna like try to get on the radio like you know i feel like every band kind of has that one banger off the album they would try to get the most listens off of like i I would say excluding excluding also their singles because i feel like the singles are kind of usually what they try to like rope you into the album
0: yeah like change and gloom i think they pushed first as like their singles and then i think it's going to be end of beginning I think that one's radio mm-hmm. friendly. Like I think people are gonna want to hear that one on the radio.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think one of the songs is like a viral TikTok audio. Tara was telling me that, and so I wonder which song that is.
1: Oh really? I must be on the wrong TikTok stream because I'm definitely on TikTok a lot. I, <laughs> that, that's that's where I heard that's where I had heard, heard Roddy originally off it. the other album.
0: Because I don't know if I've heard that song, but I've heard like the name of it, so maybe it's Roddy.
1: I feel but... like "On and On" could could go pretty far. I don't know, like for because <laughs> it's kind of got like that Thundercat bass, that really funky mm-hmm. line in the back. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are into that these days. That's like, one on that carry. Yeah. that one's really
0: good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I said before, like, there's a lot of like heavy sounding, louder tracks that are very punchy, but the softer, more sentimental sounding ones, the ones that like stood out to me on the album, like I kind of had the same thing where on the first or second listen through, I was kind of like doing chores and not getting pulled in. Um, like Gloom was a highlight because that was just like funny. But then I was like not getting pulled in until the softer ones came on. And I think on and on. End of Beginning, Climax, Change, and Figure You Out. Those are the ones that, like, they all have, like, a softer side to them. And mm-hmm. there's some good lyrics in there. And just, I think those, any of those could be good radio tunes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. How,
1: how do you guys, like, rate a good song? Like, if is there, like, a certain <laughs> check boxes you guys have?
0: If it gives me goosebumps.
1: Oh, goosebumps, like, yeah. I think
0: End of Beginning was, like, the first song that, like, gave me goosebumps. And you, then, can get the,
1: you can get goosebumps without having, like, the nostalgia of... Like, if you go back to an old song that you like, I feel like I get goosebumps, but it's hard to get goosebumps off the first listen for me.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm the opposite. Like, I get goosebumps initially, and then if I, I, I like, beat things to death. Like I listen to them over and over again until it's just like doesn't sound like anything to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: <laughs> you know, it sounds like you love music.
0: <laughs> I do. I love it <laughs> but, um, You're
1: just numb to it. Yeah, until it doesn't give you any <laughs> feeling.
0: Yeah. I just like add it to a playlist and like just play that same playlist for like the whole month and then I'm just sick of all the songs on it. I have to start a new playlist. Um but yeah those were my favorite songs. Do we have any like lyrics or parts of songs that stuck out?
1: Yo, actually, can I jump in here? What is what does the magic eight ball say on decide. the album cover? Doesn't it say? Oh, just says decide.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Decide.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I might need
2: glasses.
0: <laughs> no, it's really small well, in most of the images. You have to get like a really. Close-up image to be able to read it. Yeah, it's a, it is a
2: sick album cover.
0: Yeah, I do like that. I like this whole like weird '80s wig and and like persona. It's so so weird.
1: <laughs> Imagine like shaking a magic eight ball though, and it just says decide, and you're like, fuck. This is like why. This is why I shook you. I came to you, 8-ball I
0: came to you,
1: Abel.
2: <laughs> you're
0: supposed to tell me what to do. Yeah,
2: worst uh, magic eight ball ever.
0: Yeah, or the best.
2: Or the um, best. Um, speaking of decide and needing glasses, when I saw this album name, I thought the album name was Deicide, which I don't know. It's it basically just means like, you know, suicide, homicide. So like to kill, and Dea just means God. And so I literally thought this was like God Killer was the name of the album. I was like, that's pretty hard, dude. And yeah, like, oh, that's decide,
0: so fucking metal. So, so,
1: just so yeah, it's a double kick drums, like one snare, and just like blast him, just death metal. <laughs> I
2: was like, Yo, Joe, which album did we pick? And I was like, Daft Punk. And I was like, Ah, oh, fuck, it was Daft
0: Oh man, <laughs> that's so but funny.
1: Someone, someone was saying that they had like Talking Heads. Influence from this album, I don't know if like they got an that. interview or something, yeah. but for sure, yeah, I could I could definitely see it on some parts. But
0: there's a there's a lot of different stuff in here. It's not like I mean, when I was heard, it was like '80s, very synth heavy. I was thinking like Depeche Mode, Devo, mm-hmm. Duran Duran. Like I thought I was expecting it to be like fully like sounding like that, but it it doesn't really like that's like the almost like what you know they put out there to like pull people into this, like, you know, oh, Joe, it's like this 80s, like crazy, you know, character, whatever. But then you actually listen to the whole like album and it's more it's more nuanced than that. It's like very tame impala, Foxygen, like Daft Punk for sure, maybe a little real estate, like just a lot of different stuff mixed in to Mm. the 80s synth heavy parts. Um, totally. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I think did we say enough about lyrics?
2: Henry, did you have any Um, yeah, I was trying to find that song I was looking at, um to find the lyric I was talking about from Figure You Out. I've been trying to figure you out, is the memory really mine? Is the story I told just fake? How can you get to know yourself? I don't know. Something about that I was like, "Okay, Joe, I can kind of relate to you on that. Who am I?" <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I got to be honest, listening to all the lyrics after I learned it was Joe Neary or Kiri, um, anytime we talked about something like film industry related, I kind of got pulled out. felt like a lot of the lyrical themes were like, you know, a little, here's my life, here's my story of my life. Mm-hmm. And then I just started picturing him from Stranger Things as I listened. So the one song I just mentioned was like the song I was able to not picture him for some reason. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like so much... Of, the per- of like the artist's life like goes into it and it's like I feel like if you just like grow up in fame uh, you know it's gonna have, be a lot different than someone who just came up from nothing and like, it, it, like that influence is just gonna have so much on your on your music
2: like your history as a person so totally like the difference between like uh, a <clears throat> Mac DeMarco and The Strokes yeah. you know, Mac DeMarco is like poor shit julian casablanca's is like a wealthy individual in new york yeah so those music the music sounds totally different lyrically
1: Uh uh-huh i was even gonna say like adriana lanker too like she grew up in kind of the midwest and then she was in like a cult and then it just was i had a bunch of weird shit going on too in her life that i feel like carries on her her lyrics totally Um,
2: great name drop love me some adrian's
1: yeah but yeah, it is it is a sad album though. Like once you dive into these lyrics here. Um,
2: yeah. there's it's there- sadder than it is on the surface. Yeah.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: I think gloom on the happier side of things, gloom is like such a funny, like fuck you song. That one's the one that's got been stuck in my head the longest. When I first heard it, I was like, What? <laughs> what did it <laughs> say? But my favorite line of that is um your girlfriend scares me she's got bad breath (laughs) it's just like like, schoolyard insult like girlfriend scares me she's got bad breath oh yeah just kills me every time um so that's that's a, a funny positive one that's kind of I mean it's not positive but it's it's funny um and then end of beginning was like the first one that gave me goosebumps and that one's talking about like his um, time in Chicago and like when I'm back in Chicago I feel it another version of me I was in it I will be back to the end of beginning I just I don't know that one was like it's sad because but yeah if you if you think about it in terms of like Joe Keery the actor it's, it's like he's talking about you know before fame his life before fame or something
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah. I think it can be interpreted apart from that in terms of like like to relate to someone who's not famous like I can relate to it in terms of like uh, that period of your life like your 20s your early 20s college like whatever town you went to college in because that's what he's talking about like he went to college in Chicago like that's like Ames for me you know like when I'm back in Ames I feel like another version of myself like I feel like I'm back um, in that period of my life. And there's so many like positive, happy memories, but it's a little bit of like a sad, like nostalgia. Like we can't go back to that. You know, what? what's next? Mm. Um, and so I think if you think about it like that, it's more relatable and um, a really good, really good song. And then Change was the second one that gave me goosebumps. There's just like the last, the whole like last bridge and chorus of that one is so good. Um, not like the part that gave me goosebumps, but the whole chorus part of like something's um, happening to me at passing glance I see in your eyes, the man that I could be. I just think that's kind of relatable, too, in terms of like um, people in your life that you feel like um, see the best version of you or you want to live up to their expectations of you or something like that. I think mm-hmm.
2: that
0: interpreted like that. Um, yeah, so those are my favorite lines
1: i think yeah i'm kind of looking to the on and on lyrics and it's about exactly he's like he's basically talking, he's actually talking he's like, he said he mentioned the algorithm he's like scrolling on and on feed the algorithm feed the algorithm some on and on and on yeah and i, I don't know i feel like in a, in a negative way it's like this, so many people these days are like singing about how bad it is to be on your phone. And I don't know, it's kind of, I see it kind of as, as a negative where I don't know, it's just kind of covering things that have already been <laughs> covered before in music. <laughs> I don't know. Like we really like get, off. like we get, phones are bad, Joe. We get it. Like, it's thanks for making a, another it's, song.
0: Yeah, there's no like, um, there's no analogy there or anything, or it's not covering up anything. It's just literally, very, yeah, kind
1: of surface level
0: surface
1: level yeah but, but i mean there is there's is stuff deeper like what you found and what hank's found too yeah
0: it's a catchy tune catchy tune's a
1: catchy tune you know it's a catchy tune that's the thing though it's like i like the tune of on and on so yeah so it's okay
0: i'll
1: just do what it does just blast the music repetitively until
0: i <laughs> yeah. just am until, numb until you're it.
1: numb until I'm yeah. numb, dude nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so nothing nothing um, all right, how would we describe this music to someone who has never heard of it before?
1: Never heard music before? <laughs> 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 that would actually be really hard. It's like yeah, talking,
0: it's but there's An like alien a... comes
1: <laughs> to Earth. <laughs> and you have to explain to him Joe.
0: You have to explain <laughs> Joe to him. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I would say it sounds like a fisheye lens.
1: That's good, that's actually really good. (laughs) I like that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. in one sentence, describe it in one sentence like that.
2: Yeah. I think it's like 80s music. One, man, that one sentence is difficult, man. Um, <laughs> essentially- it, <laughs> it has to be like hot
1: hot on the beach looking upwards to the sky <laughs> that's, that's how i describe the
2: yeah do you like that new joe record yeah dude it was like being hot on the <laughs> beach looking up cool I'll Cool. It yeah um To anyone who's around in the 80s, this doesn't totally sound like an 80s project because you listen, you're like, yeah, this is different. But I think there's like enough nostalgic elements that it allows people like the three of us who missed the 80s authentically to like go back to that time and that sound in a very modern way. Um, You know, the drums aren't overly compressed. The synth doesn't sound awful. It's still like a really tight 21st century package, but there's enough of that 80s element in it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's that was good. That's a good way to describe it.
2: That wasn't one sentence
0: though.
2: Okay. I'll <laughs> edit it into one sentence. Edit it
1: into one
0: sentence. <laughs> like, really Take
1: all the does and yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like 80s music <laughs> for people who weren't around <laughs> in the
1: 80s. It's like a text message.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good. Okay. Um well, do we have any? I think we've kind of throughout this been talking about like people this reminds us of artists other musicians and artists wise so i don't know we can skip that question if you want i kind of said mine already anyway but um would you like what what situation would you recommend someone listen to this album you know mm. where do you think it it would hit the, hit the hardest
1: at a coffee shop <laughs>
0: <laughs> at a, at a jazz, in a in a jazz bar.
1: <laughs> Everything but runner.
0: <laughs> yeah, listen, you're doing a you're you're on your own. You're you're doing a paint by numbers um, in your studio apartment. You're drinking raspberry schnapps and you just want <laughs> something funky to move your shoulders to. Put on jokes. I
1: can feel it now. <laughs> yeah, this feels like this feels like late. Bonfire, backyard bonfire, faded, cross-faded, even possibly, and end of night, everyone's gone. Essentially, essentially, it's just me, Karina, and Hank at the bonfire, and we're closing down the on. night. We're closing down the night. Yeah, that's that's when you throw this on right here. Yep. when no one's actually listening to the music
2: anymore. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> everyone's leaving the party. Everyone's All leaving Joe the party. Yep. Poor Joe.
0: Poor Joe. I think that was pretty pretty solid description of the album. Hopefully, we didn't scare anybody off who wants to listen to it. <laughs> it, is, it is good. Um, give it a try. Give it a shot. And no shade to Joe Kerry, like he's great. And yeah, yeah. Great. shout out Joe. And we love him. Go Steve. So yeah, any other any final thoughts or. Things we want to say about about Joe.
2: Maybe the yes. strangest things were the friends we made along the way. Get a better magic A ball.
0: Get a, Get ball. a real one. <laughs> gives you answers.
1: I want a yes or no if I'm shaking it.
0: Damn. All right, cool. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining. Um, this has been your Luma Roundtable for the month had a great time um tune in next time to hear us talk about another album i think i think october we're going to do the new whitney and then november we're going to do the new Alves, and then december we're going to do the king gizzard and the lizard wizard album comparison which i may have gotten john harlow for oh
2: that's big that's big
0: He's in Japan right now, but when he gets back, we're going to try to set something up. And he said he would be interested in that one. So I'm not, you know, but pretty excited.
2: <laughs> Perhaps the power producer bringing in the town. Dude. Can't believe you booked John. What do you get?
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Seriously. The, man, the man, the myth, the legend, John Harlow. Yes. So excited. No one else knows what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> they will, though. They will.
0: Yeah. Once they hear the podcast, then they'll know. Alright, cool. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for joining. Have a good rest of your Sundays. Liddy. Alright, bye. Bye, guys. Right,
2: bye, game. Love you. Bye. Love you, bye.
1: Love ya. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs>
2: New.
1: <laughs>